This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Suicide Buddies. Before we get started with the episode, I just want to say Hampton and I joke around on the show a lot about suicide because we're very comfortable with it because we've thought about it a lot and dealt with it in our families. We're not making these jokes to make light of depression itself or the act of suicide. So just please know that while you're listening, we're on your side. We're doing this to help. And if you really are suicidal, if you're feeling that way, please, I can't urge you enough, call 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Helpline. They're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're amazing. They will talk you through it. You do not need to do it. Stay here with us. Glad you're alive. Hello. Hey, man. Guess what? What's up, dude? Today's episode is about a slobberdon melosa bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Fucking. That sounds like a really cowardly dinosaur. <laughs> slobberdon. Get That's it? Because Don? It's like a, a pterodon? Uh, Did you get dictator. it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Do you get You didn't me? answer my fucking question, man. <laughs> I didn't know if you were real still. Yeah, man. Of cor- course. Anytime I don't answer a question, assume I'm dead. <laughs> okay. It'll be way better than how that felt just before. When I thought... <laughs> Wait, whoa. When I thought my friend whoa. didn't like me. Whoa. But me being dead is better? Yeah, I'd rather you be dead than not like me. <laughs> This feels like assault. <laughs> yeah, man. This feels like a type of assault and buttering. Uh, but, buttering? Yeah, salting and buttering. Oh, anyway. my uh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of intro we're getting, dude. Uh, By the way, today's episode is not about uh, Slobodan Milosevic. Uh, it's about a different Slobodan. Yeah, that's exactly... <laughs> Man, you're getting me. Here, this okay, is gross real quick. Right now. I'm Dave Ross, and that's Hampton Yunt, and you're listening to Suicide Buddies. It's Whoa, our, don't gender me by saying <laughs> I'm Hampton Yunt. And it's our <laughs> it's our mental health comedy podcast where we talk about a different suicide in history every week. <laughs> we joke around a lot about <laughs> suicide and depression because we've been there, and we hope it'll help you. Um, it's true. Now, moving on. Have you been, Dave? Here's my impression of Hampton's album God recording at the end of August. Wait, no. Hampton. <laughs> Dave, Dave. I need... Amy Chicago. No, no. Dave, please. Please, for the love of God, Dave. I need these people to show up. 
<laughs> Chicago, <laughs> August 31st and September 1st. Have I, you ever thought that fucking is weird? I'm Hampton. That's your jokes to me. <laughs> Guys, I don't think fucking is weird. <laughs> If please you like fucking, out. please come. I don't think it's weird. I accept you if you like to fuck. I'm so sorry. Dave didn't mean it. If you guys like heteronormative comedy, <laughs> oh my that is God. what you will come out to see. If you like heteronormative comedy. Coming to my album recording, um, it's going to be cis as fuck, dude. To, I mean, like, towards the end, it cis gets a little raunchy. fucking straight. But it's not that bad. <laughs> um... I do a Jordan yeah, I Peterson was rally. Joking. At the end. I was kidding. Uh no, I thought you were for real and for true. Yeah. I call Hampton Mike Cerna bitch. <laughs> Dude, don't try and get me fired. Dave, if you get me fired from comedy, I'll be so mad. That's the thing, is I worked really hard to not have a boss. <laughs> I worked really hard in life to never have a boss. I know. And people who could And fire now me. you don't have a boss and you don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> but I get to do 9/11 Christmas uh, ep- 420 episodes of a podcast that no one listens to. Hey, speaking of Hampton not having any money, you should subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> How dare you? Patreon.com/suicidebuddies. We oh, have bonus no. episodes up there and actually I don't know if we've talked about this yet. I keep making really really dumb ringtones and putting them on there. Oh, those are fun though. Oh, they're dumb. I'm going to try and do I'm so- going to try and shut- do <laughs> shut it shut it down. <laughs> the thing is Dave Dave feels security in making these impressions cuz he knows I could beat the living shit out of him. Huh. With little what? Little energy exerted, Dave. Let's be it's honest. It's a really interesting thing to do to like take the joking into that territory. <laughs> Dave feels he can have a wild abandon in mocking me. Because you can beat the shit out of me? I could just murder you inside an octagon. You wow. and me. <laughs> this is how I know that that hurt your feelings when I did that. Because you've never threatened me before, ever, except when I was shooting you with the Nerf gun. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, you got really mad. You you literally stepped to me. Yeah, I was like, it you, was. You don't get to shoot me with Nerf bullets. It was weird. Matter of fact, I thought about it as I was driving away. Like that was very <laughs> oddly confrontational. Very weirdly confrontational, and I I'm going I know, to hate Hampton for hey, another look, thirty minutes. Well, then you also gave me a comic book today when you showed up. So I think the friendship has been. Solved. Yeah, don't fucking threaten me. See, okay. that's what I do. Uh, I threaten people until people give me gifts, Dave. I gave you a gift before. <laughs> what happened was I gave you a gift, then you threatened me. <laughs> so, if you want to play it you this way. You didn't grow up with siblings, man. You can't shoot people in the face. They don't. It's just too much. I shot you in the thigh, was, and you know it. And you... <laughs> <laughs> and I just shot you in the arm, because fuck you. And you know it. And look... Also, there's Look no way you can beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> I was wait I was waiting for it. <laughs> no, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I'm Hampton. I'm so strong. I'm, I'm cr- strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, baby me sounds really strong. Oh man. <laughs> sounds like I got cool so idea. mad when you made that joke about kicking my ass. Oh uh, well, like, it wasn't a joke. Mad. It was a fact. It now I'm mad a... again. Great. <laughs> I mean, I know you're, even though you're not kidding, you're kidding, but there's something about that type of language where I'm like, I hate these <laughs> no, people. Um, I know. And honestly, 
Here's the thing. I would maybe kill you, but you would definitely irreparably damage me in a way where I eventually died. Wow, you you really <laughs> have thought about whether or not you could kick I my ass. I think about that with everyone. Wow, that's that not good. That is not an individual that's thing. That's very much not good. <laughs> that's really bad. Well, that's I a know. bad way to think about it. I yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, how are we going to help that? That's interesting, because I, as I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty positive I could... Yeah, I could kill you. <laughs> but the main difference between you and me is I've never thought about it before. Guys, write to buddies, buddies, buddies. <laughs> who do you think could murder each other feasibly? With Here's the thing. I think you could. You're like Batman. You could do it with enough prep time. You could easily murder me. You're very smart, and you know my weaknesses, and you know my vices. Here's the, here's the real problem is that we're both crazy. Seriously, like I know we're both like. I feel like if we got in a fight, I feel like there are not many people that know us personally who would fight us. My friend Chris told me that Chris Sharp and you told me this the other day. He was like, "I would never want to fight you because you've never been in a fight and it would all come out all at once." <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's right. That's an accurate read. <laughs> yeah, that's an accurate read. Yeah, because when it when but I I also all- feel like if you had prep time. You'd be kind of devious. Like, you'd, you'd figure something out. Same nah. as I would try, but I think you'd be better at it. I think in the moment would be the worst for me. With prep time, I would get all, like, worried, and then I, I would, like, call you and apologize for thinking about it. <laughs> Cock, uh, I win. Liptard, I win. <laughs> um, but, yeah, dude, the, the few times where I've, like, thought it was going to go down in my adult life... In my brain, what happens in my brain is I'm going to kill everyone in this fucking room. <laughs> it's so cool you can walk into any Walmart and get a gun. Yeah, no, it's definitely a good thing. It's so cool that that's easily accessible. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I, should, I, I, I should also say violence is wrong. I also know it's super rude. Like, I, I'm just joking around. Like, yeah, I, I, I hate it. Fight you. But I, I always find it's something like we maybe need to address almost as a society. It's like whether or not you and I can fight. <laughs> <laughs> whether anybody could fight somebody else. Right. Just suddenly. Like, you never know. And if you have a gun around, like, shit could right. really fucking go <laughs> awry real quick. For One of the guys of I hung out with in college, um, like, a lot of the dudes I hung out with in college, I don't really hang out with them anymore. That's good. And, uh, yeah, they would fight. And yeah. I never have been yeah. a fighter, and it, I really didn't like it. And um, It's scary as shit. It's scary, but also a lot of their fights, were, like, they wanted to, kind of. Posturing. And so it's like, if you're wanting to and it's happening, it's like, fuck you. You're, you created this. Yeah. Um, but one of yeah. them, if he was losing the fight, he would pull out a knife every time. <laughs> And it was just like terrifying. <laughs> you dude. knew knife dudes. I knew knife dudes. It was uh, awful. Dude, yeah. I'm thinking about becoming a knife dude. Wow. Well, uh, <laughs> cool. I just think they're. I cool. just realized that I don't want to do this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just realized like recently like I grew up with um, having a bunch of knives like because there was nothing to do in Virginia, so like I had a bunch of butterfly knives and like machetes and dude, that's what my town was just, like. Yeah. So it was like I kind of I kind of miss it. So sure. I've been thinking about that recently. Getting nice. But also I know like every dude who did that kind of shit in college was a sociopath. <laughs> but the difference is you're a comedian. Do you know Shannon Norman in Pittsburgh? Uh, no. He's this really funny comic in, in Pittsburgh who's also just super fun to hang out with. And he, Sam Talent, I saw, I saw him. He had just been to Pittsburgh and I saw him like a week or two later. <laughs> 
And I was like, how you doing, man? He's like, ah, oh, dude, I just did <laughs> I just did a club in Philly, and Shannon Norman gave me a fucking switchblade when I was in Pittsburgh. I did the entire 45 pretending I was throwing the switchblade at people. <laughs> and, uh, That's hysterical. <laughs> it's so funny. And then dude, I was in... I was in Pittsburgh not long after that, and I saw Shannon, and I told him that story. And Shannon goes, oh, yeah, dude. So I was thinking about how switchblades are real, and then I looked it up on Amazon, and I was blackout drunk. And I was like, they're like five bucks. So I bought like 30 switchblades. <laughs> what? And so he bought like a shitload of switchblades, and he's just been giving switchblades to people. <laughs> oh, actual switchblades? <laughs> yeah. Shit. Wow, like the legit ones? I don't know. That he are would illegal? know. You should ask him. I don't know. That's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. I forget. He told me what about the legality of it and well, wh- how real they are or not, but dude, but like, I forget. If, yeah. If like now you can <laughs> buy like a fucking like semi-automatic weapon that you can like transition into an automatic weapon, like I imagine a blade that goes a little bit faster folding out is <laughs> like now totally like legal. Now I remember that shit growing up though was a big deal. It was like you know, because like I got really into butterfly knives because it's a fun way of like just you know getting a blade out quick and like those were illegal practice. for a while too, right? Oh, were they? I don't know actually. I don't know. I bought them all at flea markets, so I'll say that everything I bought were like fake katanas. <laughs> like I bought like nunchucks, size uh, reapers, uh, fucking like I bought a bunch <laughs> of fucking weapons. And I would just like throw them into trees in Virginia. It was like the fucking best, dude. That's you can Dave's totally showing me a picture of a switchblade that you can buy on Amazon for eight bucks. <laughs> 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 All right, we're getting the greasers back together. This is crazy. Dave Why? and me are starting the Suicide Buddies gang. <laughs> hey, listen, you don't move out of this territory. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. <laughs> you whip out the switchblade and just cut your own neck. Ah, I'm fucking out of here. I grew up in the exact same type of place where we would just get knives and throw them in the woods. Like I, yeah. I called my friend Henry once uh, and uh, to hang out. I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Dude, I'm in Curtin Adams' house. We found out that if you shove a bunch of styrofoam cups into a bucket of gasoline, it makes napalm." <laughs> Wait, what? Really? It's true. Yeah, if you mix oh, styrofoam shit. and gasoline, it makes like. Fucked up, a fucked up version of napalm, and so we would just like put it on a stick and light it on fire and throw it into the woods. It was really dangerous, and n- no one should do it. <laughs> yeah, that's just like on another level. It's like, like really, don't, don't, don't make napalm. Do not it's, make it, napalm. It's just too dangerous. Yeah, like all that. Like we do not endorse what I did as a child. I was literally mm-hmm. just thinking earlier today about like, um, well, it's funny because napalm's kind of like the extrapolation of like Greek fire. Mm-hmm. Which was what made the Greeks just like this suddenly huge and important empire. They figured out this way to make napalm, basically. It's right. going to keep burning your ship through. It, it, there's right. no doubt. Like, it's just going to kill everything in that, you wow. know, sinking down thing. So it was like suddenly it's like you just had the ability to just like annihilate other people, especially through like sea warfare, which is like if you have sea warfare, you're the more dominant. Because mm-hmm. it's just like it's power. It's like it's just so much like right. you know, troop uh, transport and everything. So it's just like I don't know. I, I, and then I'm just thinking about like how evil it is almost. Sure, it's devious. <laughs> like totally. it's the beginning of like super weapons. Yeah. In warfare, you know, like when they try and do that shit, that's just gonna make it like 
okay, now we're the dominant thing and everyone has to Dude, listen to us. If you think about the way that people hated each other and battled and had wars back then, think about an ancient, if ancient Greece had nuclear weapons, <laughs> there would be no human beings. Yeah, we would have already cycled through an entire... <laughs> yeah, everyone would be dead. Si- we would, Yeah, one civilization <laughs> just totally gone. <laughs> yeah. And after nukes, probably it would take another like 500 years of like... Um, what do they call it? Fallout? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it's just like shit needs Eventually to everyone in Africa and Asia would get sick. And then like three people would be left living at the North Pole. Yeah. And it would be you, me, and Aristotle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your fucking album, dude. Uh, oh, shit, dude. Uh, well, uh, this, uh, this will all come back here in a second, what we were just talking about. But uh, I am doing an album record in Chicago, August 31st and September 1st. The links are finally going up to the Lincoln Lodge. Uh, if you're in Chicago, please come out. Uh, last time I was there it was like some of the best shows I've ever done. Like I'm super excited to record there. Like it's one of the best cities for comedy. Yeah, it's great. I think it's because they're an improv city, so they already are super playful, and right. they're also incredibly like metropolitan. Like you know, but right. the Midwest, so it's like the, the, you know, Chicago is a great city. It's like a massive metropolis mm-hmm. that has the attitude of the midwest it's yes. yeah exactly it, it's, it's amazing great. and what's crazy is last time i was there i went to the chicago tribune like building and i read this whole like thing inscribed on the wall just about like journalism and its importance to democracy and i wow. just started crying <laughs> wow man because <laughs> i was like i'm like i'm a little bit like um soured on politics you know sure over the last you know election and everything here and smash I- cut to you looking at the lyrics to rock and roll mcdonald's by wesley willis <laughs> 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 Cut back to me with a huge indent on my forehead, just like Wesley Wilde. <laughs> Alanis Morissette. All his songs are great. Uh, and they all sound exactly Spider-Man is a dick. the same. Yeah, totally. All the same key structure. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There was something about it. Like, it was just, that was the beginning of Trump calling everything fake news. Yeah. And I just was like, I just lost it. I was like, wow, this is all bad. This is all going to get so much more worse over time. Yeah. This is all bad. It's really bad to just start being like, you know what? The journalists, they're the enemy. Oh, man. (laughs) The one people who have to find out the truth. I fucking hate those guys. (laughs) And then it just plays out over time. And it sure enough has been that bad. So it kind of it kind of uh, ties in with what we're going to talk about today. Oh, uh, which is a war criminal from Croatia. Oh man! Um, after the uh, dissolution of the uh, and dissolvement of the Soviet Union, shit went out of control <laughs> in Yugoslavia. Wow. This episode is going to be a lot of... I'm poorly educated. Yeah, the geopolitical structure of Yugoslavia has been really hard to dissect. Yeah, I we were talking about it before. This might be the kind of episode where you have to bear with us a little because it's so dense and we don't even entirely understand it. But that's okay. We'll figure it out. I would love to talk about the suicide of a war criminal. Yeah, his his name is Slobodan Praljak, and he committed suicide while on trial. 
in Whoa. front of the judge. Whoa. <laughs> so we will come back. Wow. After the break with that. He was sentenced. <laughs> Exclamation Sorry. point. Sorry. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Nicholas Sparks needs to make a Godzilla movie. <laughs> Godzilla has retrograde amnesia, and every day Mothra tells Godzilla about the fights they had. <laughs> Dude, you are such a Comic Con nerd. Dude, yeah, I'm a fucking. What a nerd, dude. I'm a little bit of a geekoid. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's levels, right? Yeah, levels? Yeah. Of geekoid? Well, there's like geek, oh, nerd, spaz, oh my God. dweeb. <laughs> dweeb. Wow. And then comedian. Comedian. <laughs> comedian Dave Ross. Comedian. <laughs> comedian Hampton Young, who's cooler. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, I don't know. I remember as a, as a kid really having to make these like... Uh, delineations because you'd be like oh well, I do like these things but I'm not like an obsessive sure or something you know it's like even though I obsess in some ways but it's like it doesn't cause social ramifications <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> yeah it's not like people are beating me up because of it <laughs> and also I'm not socially awkward which would often go into spaz right sure <laughs> yeah I don't know I didn't have any of that I just got beat up because of my personality <laughs> It sucks. Yeah, I mean, of course, I mean, of course, that happens too. Dave, but it's more yeah. just how you think of yourself in a social hierarchy. To. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Do you not understand classism? I yeah, recommend that's... any John Hughes film. There was a caste system in my high school. It went children of mafia members. <laughs> <laughs> the Gaudis. Gaudis on top. I'm not even kidding, man. When I was a freshman, there was That's a son nice. of a guy in the Irish mob and a son of the guy in the Italian mob, and they would fist fight in front of my locker every day. <laughs> it was, was it Peaky Blinders? <laughs> yeah. Was it kind the of. entire show Peaky Blinders? Also, it wasn't near every day. I just like saying that. But it did happen a few times, That's and they true. didn't hate me. So they would just finish, and one would be like, hey, Ross. And I'd be like, hey. <laughs> just finish? Yeah, one of them would like end the other one's entire week. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like ruin them. Dude, I grew up in a crazy place. I mean, these were, but I thought you grew up like traveling a bunch. Like, wouldn't yeah, you but, move a bunch? Like, yeah, but then my dad retired from the Navy, and we moved to New York. He became a teacher, and then we eighth grade in high school, I lived in upstate New York. Oh, wow. We're technically downstate New York, but not the city. Yeah, yeah. If you want to get real, and you do. Yeah, no, there's a mm -hmm. huge difference in New York. Like, oh, yeah. honestly, like, it gets really Republican outside of oh, New York City. Real fucking quick, <laughs> dude. It's like the same as California. And yeah. it's weird because they're the two, like, you know, Democratic, you know, swing states. Like, if they don't go Democrat, there's no Democratic president yeah. type of shit. But I mean, that's why you guys got to keep doing what you're doing and moving to New York City. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> keep filling that place up with liberals. New York needs it. Well, uh, It's so funny because right outside of New York City is Westchester, and that's where all the rich... There's a lot of rich Republicans. Rich liberals, that's too. That's where the X-Men live. But there's also. a lot of rich X-Men Republicans there. The X-Men are Republicans. <laughs> and then... <laughs> just, 
Dude, come on, that's Wolverine is for sure a Republican. <laughs> if you think about it, like, yeah, he's all like, you could grab him by the pussy. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. He's ultra male aggressive. And then no, you have yeah, like I, Professor I just think, Xavier, who's just like, I believe that wealth should be kept by the elite. <laughs> I actually think in that private school <laughs> that Wolverine is socially liberal but fiscally conservative. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think he, I think that he would defend a woman's right to choose and gay rights and such, but he wants to keep his money because he earned that money from killing people. You know what I mean? Honestly, that's do you know what I mean? That's the coolest dude, Dave. That's what I'm saying. That's the coolest dude. Yeah, exactly. RoboCop and Wolverine should just hang out. <laughs> No, it's, as friends, those it, would be the two coolest friends. It's so weird, man. Literally, just it's rich people, so many just north of New York City. Yes, Republicans and liberals, but then just north of that, it's just white trash Republican territory, and that's where I'm from. Yeah, um, I mean, you just go to someone's house, and uh, there's like an old car on fire in their yard. <laughs> And you're like, what's up? And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> my, ba- my baby did that. Why you got a problem? I'm about to go for a drive. Wow. <laughs> I guess because it's farms. A bunch of, I bought a bunch of gasoline, and then I thought, you're supposed to put it in the car, but then I was like, wait, what if you put it on the car? <laughs> is, it, is it farming country? Not where I'm from, but there are, a lot, there are farms, yeah. A little bit further north is more farming country. It's like a lot of people who commute to the city where I live, and then a lot of... Just blue collar local shit. Like my buddies huh. um, started, like founded and run a paving business there, and they're doing pretty well. Oh, boo! Oh, I'm sorry. Normal jobs, boo! <laughs> no, be an artist, boo! <laughs> Don't go to trade school when you're in your mid teens and learn a learn a trade, boo! You know what's funny too is that like I have so much. I love that they did that, and they're killing it. I have so much respect for them, but and to this day. I have no idea if they are liberal or conservative politically because the one who I'm closest to my whole for my whole life was Lewis, the older one. <laughs> and he knows that I've always been liberal. So anytime we're talking about politics, he just looks at me and says the craziest shit you've ever heard. Just like <laughs> just literally like, I think everyone who's non white should be in camps. And like <laughs> And I'm just, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Parker Lewis can't lose. <laughs> just to piss me off. And Holy I will so shit. many times I've been like, Holy no, shit. but what do you really think? And he'll be like, Dave, what I really think is that we need to put everyone in camp. Yeah, and yeah. Like, it's almost he's never broken one time. And I know he doesn't think that. He's not a piece of shit. But it's almost <laughs> it's almost apolitical. Right. You're like, well, you don't even vote. Like, half the time when I address those friends of mine, like, I'm like, well, you're not even fucking registered. Yeah. So, like, your opinions are fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you fucking right. idiot. And it's like, they're like, exactly. They make it too hard to register. No, they don't. <laughs> Matter of fact, you live in a town of 3,000 people. I know that you can walk there. <laughs> And that no one is waiting in line. You know what I mean? Like, the DMV for where I grew up, there's no one there ever. You can get, you can make it all happen like that. And still they're like, it's hard. I'm sorry, I just you realized just decided how much. To stop talking no, I just realized now. how much my feet smell. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, so now your feet smell. Oh my god! I was like, what does that smell? And I was like, it's my own fucking. I got no laughs, and your feet smell. Well, so this podcast (laughs) is bad now. You got Aristotle's laughs. That's true. (laughs) 
<laughs> Which does feel good. Man, when we recorded in the studio and I couldn't see you or hear your laughs, that was bad, and I don't want to do that ever again. <laughs> we are doing it one more time, but after that, I think we'll we should just it. do it at our houses. Yeah, we'll do it, uh, you know, administratively. Yeah. We'll figure that out. No, we're never doing <laughs> we it again. Actually nope, do that. I make the decisions around here. Well, I'm the one that responds to emails. <laughs> Shots fired. Today, Dave... <laughs> We're talking about a bad dude. Hinton didn't even hear me, and that's totally fine. <laughs> uh, how much do you know about Bosnia, Dave? Uh, nothing. <laughs> I know Isn't that it was that part crazy? of Yugoslavia, and that the name of the country is Bosnia and Herzegovina. Yeah. But what's Herzegovina? It's uh, now it's called Bosnia and Herzegovina as right. one country. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. It's it's so funny to me because it's like we grew we grew up with this happening on our TVs. Totally, when Clinton was we, president, it was it was all the time on the news. Yeah, <laughs> and we just never like picked it up. No, that's crazy to me. It's weird. Well, it's all marketing, right? Because hmm. when I was around, not long after that, or no, it was just before Desert Storm was just before. Right. And Desert Storm was so fucking marketed to us. We all had to be like, yeah, they were talking about cool name Patriot missiles on the news all the time and Scud missiles. Desert Storm. Desert Shield became Desert (laughs) Storm because we're going in there. We're going to shoot our fucking missiles at them. I remember being like 10 and being like, yeah, Patriot missiles and like (laughs) drawing F-16s on my notebook and shit. But then Bosnia and uh, and Croatia and shit, it was all... Uh, no one could it, understand what was happening. Yes, they could. We just weren't told. It was so weird. I don't understand why we that well, one wasn't... I think we were just told that was a peacekeeping scenario. Yes. And that's all that we were told. Well, actually, I mean, like, honestly, when I went through this, like, that's the reason it's so confusing, is that it's, it is truly a confusing situation. Okay. It's like... Uh, what was going on there for the longest time is basically that, like, this when the Soviet Union dissolved, that affected. Wait, what exactly. happened? <laughs> <laughs> when, <laughs> dude? I had my luggage there. <laughs> oh. You tell me my underwear and socks are missing? <laughs> yeah, that's the fucking thing. Is like once the Soviet Union dissolved. Like, the CIA, I read this shit where they reported it right away. Like, they were like, it was like an administrative guy being like, here's what's going to happen. Like, Yugoslavia, all these, like, surrounding areas are going to completely dissolve. It's going to be chaos. Wow. And it, like, sure enough is completely what happened. Whoa. Like, he was just like, this this would be bad. Wow. And it's like, it's this tidal wave that you can't really like predict and you yeah we're not gonna take a crack at doing that (laughs) entire history right (laughs) i don't think we'll be able to do it i mean we're we're gonna talk about this guy um slobodan uh prowl uh jack uh killed himself pterodon velociraptor (laughs) (laughs) i knew you would have a billion (laughs) their their names are like slobberdon milosevic come on yeah hell yeah good one dude so uh, he was on trial. Uh, What's his name again? Prowl Jack. 
Pterodon asthma attack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and at the age of 72. Wow, it's like re- super disrespectful and borderline racist for me to do that. Uh, <laughs> this dude is maybe the ultra racist and is also like oh, cool. a war criminal bad guy. Well, I've always said, if you're so, racist towards just like racists, a, Just like our 9-11 episode, I think it's okay to make fun of like really sure. awful people. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. God, your feet smell. I'm sorry. I I'm can't really smell trying them. to figure it out. I can't smell them. Maybe I'll take a bath. They smell good, man. Mid pod, I'll take a bath. They smell like weed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Whoa. Dude. Your they feet, smell like your breath, which your smells feet, like liquor. Your feet can't get a job, dude. Yeah, dude, because they got tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> so during the Bosnian War, uh, oh, 100,000 people died. Uh-huh. Uh, it was. One of the biggest genocides uh, since World War II. I think it was the only sure. European genocide since World War II. And it was hmm. just gigantic. Uh, right. And it really stems from like uh, people having a lot of uh, trouble with each other in that, in that region. Oh, yeah. You would say. So this guy... Who like ca- not enough parking? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly parking... It has nothing to do with Islam. The parking genocide. <laughs> Mostly parking, not Islam. That's right. It was religious. That's what it was. It was like. Well, it just comes down to like just like because they're in Bosnia, know, they're Muslims conflicts. generally, right? Well, I tried to really look into it. it. Boy, there are Bosnian Muslims and Bosnian Christians. It, they're all sorts, right? Okay, but the big thing is they're all very separate now, R- right? And they're trying to be more so. Oh, sure. So. Uh, this guy, who is a uh, Croatian um, general, uh, and he... Pterodon Camelback. <laughs> Slobodan uh, Project. Uh, he was brought up be- before the Hague uh, War Tribunal. So right, sure. they're, they're the ones who are pretty much doing all of the war crime shit about Bosnia, right? <laughs> the like, war crime shit. Just going through. We're up on some war crime shit tonight, folks. What the fuck happened? No, because it's like literally on three different sides in the Bosnian war, there's, there's just war crimes happening, you know? And it's kind of up to this almost impartial jury to be like, well, you were wrong and you weren't wrong and you were wrong. But they're all kind of doing the same shit, uh-huh. which is just killing each other. <laughs> right. Well, okay, very quickly, can you tell us who the warring sides are Yeah. of this scenario? The, well, just like give us the different groups Yeah. so well, we can just sort of have a loose idea. Uh, so this is like a map of kind of that area. This is something that I, I wanted to bring up just to show you to get a real perspective of like... Imagine this is this is so close to Italy, right? Like right. It, Italy is just like the Adriatic They're right Sea right across over. the Adriatic Sea yeah, from yeah. all of Yugoslavia, right? And Yugoslavia basically the the three warring uh parties that you were talking about were Croatia, Serbia, and another country called, that was called Bosnia and Herzegovina. Yeah. So and that was one country. So they they all kind of were like causing the conflict. And this shit is happening that close to Italy. Wow, weird. And really when you look into what happened say in World War II was like a sudden influx of like dictatorships. Uh-huh. Suddenly Franco in Spain 
And then you have uh, Mussolini in Italy. Right. And you have Hitler, of course. You know, right. And then Stalin, you know. so And FDR. It, it, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> dude, like, literally, I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, FDR served three terms. Like, what about this isn't, like, dictatorship-y where you're like, well, it's wartime, so I get to be president longer. Right. Like, it's, it, it's kind of across the board. Like, Winston Churchill's doing shit that's like... Mildly dictatory. Sure. It's kind of this sweep that's happening. And it's so funny because you see it like the most moderate, say, would be like FDR in America and then swinging mm-hmm. into Churchill. And then you get into Franco in Spain, who's kind of brutal, but not as brutal as like Hitler and Stalin. Stalin's like the worst. Right. It, so when you get to the furthest to the right, it's right. Stalin, who's just like murdering his own people. <laughs> right. Just like, like sending them into the cold. To, to their own death camps just to like build shit. Right. Because we need infrastructure. So, you know, Yugoslavia is kind of in the middle. Uh, I see. And Yugoslavia for the longest time is run under this guy Tito. So after... The World- vodka, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's the vodka guy. The vodka guy. I yeah. literally thought you would go with Cheeto. I thought Cheeto? that would be Cheetos. Thing. Cheetos. <laughs> oh, you mean Cheetos? <laughs> the guy who made Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. I was like banking money on this. Go with Cheeto. <laughs> Cheeto, the Cheeto man. Okay, cool. Um, um, so- what's the name of the guy we're talking about this week? Slow motion ball sack. <laughs> 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 this is only excusable because he is a war criminal. <laughs> So it is entirely okay to make fun of his body shape, mm-hmm. his face, and his name. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> That's the rules of roast comedy. Fat, ugly asshole. <laughs> he definitely killed some Named people. Named smokable powdered crack. <laughs> uh, I should get back to powdered his Powdered crack. Suicide. Was that cocaine? I should get back to his suicide real about? quick. Well, let's just cut right back to that. Uh so he was, yeah, cool. That's what I wanted to know. And he was what, Serbian? He was Croatian. He was Croatian, okay. He was Croatian. Um, World Cup, dude. I've, I've really tried mm-hmm. to look into like what the real divisions are. Yeah. And uh, it's mostly, mostly ethnic cleansing. It's mostly <laughs> ethnic cleansing. <laughs> the last term you should ever make light of ethnic cleansing. Ethnic cleansing. Um, oh Was yeah. Was he ethnic cleansing or the Muslims? Yes, that's how I lost my parents from ethnic cleansing. It was awful. Damn. <laughs> it was. That is not a good thing. It was just terrible. <laughs> I can't have sex. <laughs> Slobodan's uh, last words were uh, he said his own name Slobodan Praljak is not a war criminal I am rejecting your verdict with contempt before swallowing the liquid he swallowed potassium cyanide Whoa. in a little small vial that looks like a five hour energy type you know thing. bananas have a lot of potassium <laughs> Dude, he OD'd on bananas. <laughs> he started shoving bananas into his mouth like he was Donkey Kong. <laughs> and he died. Wow, um, potassium cyanide, dude. Yeah, you Wait, that was his name, right? Potassium cyanide. Potassium cyanide is his name. Uh, uh, Slobodom Project. Uh, Slobodom. He swallowed poison in court, dude. Like... It, Look wow. at his uh, look at his face. Damn. Also, he is he looks so much. I think like... I saw that on Judge Judy. 
I cannot possibly pay the $600 fine against my landlord. I'm killing myself. That's funny because I've always thought about how like in jail, they'll take away your shoelaces so you Uh don't kill yourself. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I I would. Why don't they take away your bathrobe? I would probably just kill myself. Like In jail? Oh, yeah. I don't want to stay overnight in jail. No, no, no. No way, dude. I would kill myself if I had to visit a (laughs) friend in jail. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm being a bit of a diva, but (laughs) no, it would. Yeah, it would be. Jail can also be kind of indefinite. Anyway, that guy looks just like a kind of a trim Santa Claus. Yeah, totally. Like an angry Santa who works out. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's him right before fucking UFC Santa Claus. That's exactly what he looks like. Yes. Oh my god! He looks like Zangief's dad. That is absolutely <laughs> correct. Oh my god! Uh, dude, he's about to down the shot right there. Whoa, dude! Yeah, it was on live TV. Yes, they were recording it. The Hague Ooh. War Tribunal. So it's being like recorded. This is war crimes against humanity. It's and you could a huge watch issue. it. Yeah, I've watched it a what, couple times. What on fucking Spike? <laughs> <laughs> on Ski- Tonight on the Hague. Dude, dude, on Skinamax. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm wish, jerking off to war crimes tribunals tonight, dude. I wish Cinemax had offshooted a company, Skinamax. Like, they should have just done it. You know, like Cartoon Network became Adult Swim. Just make, just like officially title it Skinamax. There were probably like 700 to 1,500 people in the 90s who were the first person in their town to say the phrase Skinamax. And all their friends thought they were a genius. <laughs> oh, yeah, he came up with that. Yeah, Bryce. Bryce came up with that. Um, so it's this traumatic like thing to do in public, for sure, is to kill yourself. I've seen the footage a couple times, and like the war tribunal like just doesn't know what to do at first. They're kind of like, What's happening? And he he uh, he he yells at, after he takes it. He goes, "I have just drinking poison." Whoa! So he's just told everybody. They rush him to the hospital. Sorry, I had that two thirty feeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! He had a case of the Mondays. <laughs> Shit! He needed a five hour energy, dude. Reason for death. Case of the Mondays. Because he needed to wake up, but he didn't want the crash later. Um, he does look like a five-hour energy drink Yes, when he drinks it. Wow, okay, yeah. So and he so, yells out, I just drank poison. I just drank poison, so he alerts everybody, which is funny because it's like a lot of times when people drink poison, you can get their stomach pumped pretty quick if like, you know, you have maybe paramedics in the building and shit. That's right. probably happening there. But they didn't? They couldn't get him to shit in time so he died what does yeah. that mean like they called paramedics and the paramedics didn't make it there or they no, didn't they got call him paramedics to the hospital and he uh, was dead on arrival oh yeah, man they, wow they rushed him out but they still couldn't get him to a stomach pump in time and figure out that shit damn yeah and, and like potassium cyanide is like a really fucking harsh thing it seizes up your it's heart crazy isn't the hague in belgium uh yeah i mean not that like I mean, that's a little bit insulting. Cause the reason I was saying that is that like, they were in a first world country and not that necessarily oh, in no. a third world country they would be far from a hospital. But I just think, I mean, the whole idea of the Hague and it being in a part of the world where they can be uh, neutral yeah. uh, is they would care about things like that. It's well, crazy that they didn't get them there in time. And it's funny. It's also like um, the... Well, the crazy thing is that like 
the entire thing is still under investigation. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're really trying to figure out like how the fuck did he sneak poison into yeah. this level of into the fucking things? war crimes tribunal like, who gave of it the to world? Him? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's insane. And it was uh, he received a verdict. That was the thing is like he got the verdict finally in the final confirmation. What was the verdict? verdict. The verdict that he was, was guilty? he had to spend twenty years in prison. Okay, and he was seventy-two years old. And oh, he so he's gonna like, die in prison. And he was just like, "Fuck it, fuck this." But also, like, he'd served some time. Like, you know, it's like everyone was kind of guilty. That's the thing. Who's is, everyone? Well, when you really dissect this conflict, everyone's kind of the bad guy. Everyone committed genocide against the other group. <laughs> A little bit. They hated each other so much that yes. they just they would round him up, and when they found him, just kill him. Yeah. Right. And you're saying that there was it was an ongoing war between. The Serbs, the Bosnians, and the Croatians, right? Yeah, basically. Was it even was it more complex than that, or was it just mostly those people fighting? Well, yeah, they they started to like uh, bring in other territories into their conflict. <laughs> right, they were kind of expanding what's going on here. It started to just really evolve out of this very simple human concept, which is genocide. <laughs> if you really dissect it, it's ethnic cleansing. Is the idea right. that a lot of times, sometimes people are like, you know what? It's just us in this area. Anyone yeah. outside of here is dead. Fuck them. Fuck them. They're bad. Go away. Yeah. We don't want them. Well, it's we'll also- deal with our own thing. We'll form our own very more pure republic. And it, it, it's a flawed ideology, but it, it happens all the time. And uh, it really happened in the 90s in, in Europe, basically. Right. This is like one of the first times also in Europe that like it's been this fucking war torn in like forever. Right. You know, since World War II. And it's like a fucking genocide is happening. So what year was it that he killed himself? He killed himself. It was pretty recent. I got to look up his name again because I want to look up his picture. Uh, 1994. No, wait. Uh, sorry. He he died in 2017. <laughs> he died in 2017, right. <laughs> in 2017. That's when they finally got around to his war crimes trial. Yeah. It had been going on for a little bit. It t- right. It's been taking a while. And he kind of already gotten this verdict, but this was like the appeals. Sure. And then they were like, so he'd been no, in you jail. have to go to jail for the rest of the 20 years. Right. And then he defiantly did this. Right. And the thing is also he... I'm sorry, did you want to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just trying to to get a little bit of an idea of what happened. So by the time he killed himself, Yugoslavia is divided up into all these countries. But the thing I'm curious about mm-hmm. is when he, he was what, like a general or something? Yeah. In the Croatian army? Yeah, he was somebody who worked in kind of like theater and like directing of TV and shit. Okay. But he signed up for like the army uh-huh. and uh, he'd been a prominent general in the army. And he was one of like six Croatians who were going up for like war crimes for, okay. for the actions they did during that whole conflict. And the conflict happened in the early 90s, right? Mm-hmm. And but at yeah, the 91 time, and 92. 91 and 92. Okay. And during that time it was still technically Yugoslavia was one country and then no. in like 94 it divided up into these countries, right? Well, I guess what happened, that guy I mentioned Tito, uh-huh. He Vodka. kind of was dictator for life, right? 
so, of Yugoslavia. Of Yugoslavia okay. as a whole. So he kind of was playing both capitalism and communism on both sides. Sure. He yeah. was this like really like magnetic dude. Okay. Like he was actually like very peaceful for the most part. Like didn't see conflict, but like shit where like you know, an American boat is too close to Yugoslavia. It's like open fire. Oh, they sure. They would like defend their shit and then still be like, we're still doing trade with you. And then like huh. Stalin sent 20 people to kill Tito over the course of his career. Whoa. Stalin kept... Se- and they were like political allies. But Stalin just kept sending people to kill Tito so he could take over the Balkans. Yeah, yeah. Take over that whole area. And Tito sent him a message one time. He goes, um, you sent 20 people to kill me. We've caught them all. Believe me, I'm going to send one person to Moscow, and I will not need to send another. Wow. And Stalin, like, stopped. Wow. <laughs> like, he was this dude that was, like, so important to the area of being, like, a personality who, like, knew how to keep Yugoslavia together. Okay. So he dies in, like, the beginning of the 80s. Okay. Shit starts going into the decline. Yeah. Then the Soviet empire dissolves. Right. And suddenly shit is just no completely fucked in that area. Okay. Yeah. So then it's like anybody who's like a dictator who wants to seize power, now is the time. So all these nations form up that are trying to form the greater Serbia, the greater Croatia, the greater Bosnia. There's all their names. This is the greater. They want to like, we're the guy, we're going to expand. Right. And the thing is, is like, you know, I don't know, like, he somehow kept it under under control that like Christians, uh, Muslims, and like uh, uh, separatists and everything were all kind of working together. But when when he stopped, all being of a sudden power. the money's gone and yeah. then like shit's kind of hitting the fan. Like all these. That's the thing that's so crazy to me is I I think about this all the time with governments. Is like you know a president comes up, he's like the will of the people, and then they have to have generals. And the generals are the first people who seize power after in the any kind of politicians fall out. Yeah, right? anything kind of bad happening, the military seizes control. So you're always working with like the people who are going to kill you. Right. And and that's what happened with this kind of shit. Like all these fucking generals started taking control, taking power, and they started like <laughs> I don't know. Just started getting out of control, dude. Like their their policies were like really anti-Muslim in a lot of cases. Whose policies? Especially Croatia, which is where this guy is from, right? Uh, Slobodan uh, Praljak, and like so that's basically what he's at trial for. But the funny thing is now is like Croatia is its own country, and and they when they got his verdict and shit after he'd killed himself, they were like. We don't recognize this verdict. This verdict's fucking bullshit. Really? Yeah, like they they won't admit like the Bosnian genocide. Wow. That's happened. They're kind of like that's your side of the story. We were defending our fucking like right. property. They, well, what they think is that Bosnians are inherently poisonous people and they have to kill them in order to protect themselves. That's the narrative they're telling themselves. Yeah, exactly. Right. That was what I, I, I kind of loved about this story is like that it really is like this, like he's hailed as a hero by Croatia. He's kind of condemned by Serbia. And like even sometimes they're like, well, he was a hero, but he's still a war criminal. Like he's heroic for 
for killing himself and taking responsibility. Yeah. But then Croatia is kind of like, no, he killed himself because he doesn't take responsibility and thinks this is bullshit. You know, yeah. it's like, it's kind of this ongoing struggle that's still happening. Well, I mean, yeah, I, it's also interesting because it's an allegory for now in that literally that's what Trump is trying to do. I have no idea <laughs> if he knows that he's trying to do it or not, but by trying to train Americans' brains into thinking Mexico is out to get us, <laughs> he's trying everything possible. There's the wall to keep them out because they're trying to take our jobs. That's the simplest part of it. Then they're trying to get into our country to hurt us. And now he's focusing on MS-13, and that's how MS-13 got into the country. Oh, yeah. And it's the simplest thing. If he can equate being Mexican with being in a violent gang so they all need to be kept out, oh, yeah. then all of a sudden we have this fucking enemy right at our border, and we all need the help of this guiding light of a person who who would never let us as lead us astray. And he's just has our best interest at heart because he knew way ahead of everyone else that Mexico was trying to kill us. And what's <laughs> fucked up is that there are a lot of people in this country who believe that for whatever reason because they've been fed little pieces of information, false information about this throughout uh, their lives. And then it's so funny because it's those of us that are near Mexico that are like, no, no, that's not... <laughs> That's not the way that it fucking is at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, the, the, you know, the real. And, and I don't know. We'll By the way, can I say real quick, and I'm sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> please hold that thought. Uh, I also completely oversimplified that because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, no. But I was trying to no, say in a totally grand accurate. sense, he is trying to do that. And I think. I think one thing to be proud of in this country is so many people and to thank social media for is so many, so many people are fighting against that simplification of our relationship with Mexico and people trying to cross our border and being loud about it on Twitter. And thank God, because if we weren't and all you're getting, all you're hearing are the people in power saying that. Yeah. Then that's definitely what happened in Yugoslavia. And, 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 Here's the thing is like if you take a step back and you really look at like the geopolitical situation, it's like, of course, this is like self-repeating history and shit like and I don't want people to view, you know, our relations with Canada and Mexico and Britain as these these relationships that you've seen throughout history. Right. But I mean, uh, something that was happening with Yugoslavia per se, was that was like put into only being a country during World War II, mm -hmm. after World War II. Because before that, I think it was like the Republic of Yugoslavia. And before that, it's like the Ottoman Empire coming in. Like they've had so many conflicts and like different rising political factions. That's the reason why it's this place that's that close to Italy, but it's continually arguing and having trouble is they've just had so many like sweeping different changes. So people's like allegiances get so fucking mixed up. Right. It's yeah. like literally the most complicated thing I've like looked into. It's like the allegiances get so fucking mixed up over time. 
just different right. regime changes in inside of many different countries that are all trying to work together and like yeah I was reading about it once and the, the thing Nazis that was and the Ottomans it's just like there's so many fucking sweeping in huge influences right you know the thing that was fucking with my head a lot was that there are Christians and Muslims everywhere mm-hmm. and then there are weird alliances based on nationality and religion uh, and region of those countries and then also who they're aligned with so there's like capitalist Albanian Muslims and people were like <laughs> fuck them exactly exactly yeah it's funny because it's like really it comes down to communism and capitalism yeah and it's this thing I've noticed recently which is like basically this has only evolved in the last you know 150 years is this political philosophy which is based around the individual mm-hmm. because before that you were just like a fiefdom or whatever you right. worked for the state you don't have much fucking input. But then in comes communism, which is kind of like the political party of the people. You know? Like everyone's going to work in the community. It's communism. It's community. It's like, it's the same word, you know? And then, uh, like, capitalism is kind of like, well, we think it's more moral if everyone's free to just compete. Right. And then you extrapolate both those societies and they both go typically bad. I know, there has to be another... Well, I mean, yeah, neither of them account for uh, corruption. And also, capitalism is really interesting because, like, if you think... If you just say that to a fucking sixth-grade class, then that'll sound right. And we all have (laughs) had that said to us in a sixth-grade class. Everyone should have the freedom to do their best and try to get what they want. (laughs) But it's not accounting for the fact, like, why should... Someone who was born more intelligent than another have more food on their table. That doesn't make or any fucking cl- sense. Class inequality. Yeah, where absolutely. It's like, hey, if we're both starting the race, but you start, you know, a hundred meters before me, it's not really a fair race. Totally. You know. So it's that kind of shit. Where it's yeah. like, you know, cap- there ca- are handicaps across the evil. board in yeah. humanity, and capitalism doesn't account for any of it. Yeah, so far I've only really seen like bad things from capitalism, honestly. I don't know what, it, you know, whatever. Dude, good th- thing th- number one, Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> mm. HBO Go, that's fucking time. HBO Go, HBO Now, which one you got? I got Now. I pay for it. No, I and don't. It's like, I, steal I, it get, from, I get communism. Lizzie Cooperman gave me her password so I can watch Barry. And bu- I want to talk about that instead of what you're saying. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me why. I'm the sorry. Dave is in the front yard. <laughs> and I'm Daven in the backyard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. There was no reason for me to say yeah. any of that. Uh, do you, that was uh, the band Lit. Oh, yeah. Do you remember them? Oh. Uh, not only do I remember them, we have talked about them on this podcast. Very oh, yeah, recently. we did? Yeah, that song's called My Own Worst Enemy, dude. Well, did we mention that the other song, Uncomfortable? Or I think No, it, I don't think so. It's really funny mm-hmm. uh, because you can watch the music video online. It's the band Lit with uh, Pam Anderson as the model of the God. video. And it's just them dude. playing on her body. They're really tiny and she's like a giant. And they're <laughs> just like playing on her hot body and just wow. like, wow, check it out. So the song goes... Um, here, I'm going to do an approximation. Because you make me come. Oh, I know this song. You, you make, make me completely. completely. No, no, no. 
<laughs> it's complete. You make me come. You make me complete. You make me completely miserable. Those are the two. You make me come. I always thought that was the soul <laughs> coughing song. Oh, wow, wow. Soul but, coughing. You know what? They should go on tour together, dude. Yeah, they should. Soul <laughs> coughing was a far superior one hit wonder, though. Oh, um, yeah? What was their song? I don't mean to walk around in circles, walk around in circles. That wasn't their big hit. That wasn't bad. But they had another one that was bigger. Yeah, they were like a funny band. Well, you know, <laughs> funny uh, band. I just want to make sure this is really known uh, with uh, this guy, uh, Slob- what guy? Slobberdom Palazza back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Slobberdom Project. Um, he definitely killed people. Like, he definitely at least, like, advised the murdering of people. He's a bad guy. So, like... Well, yeah, what were the accusations that he was found guilty of? Uh, basically all of them. <laughs> like... Yeah, but what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I looked into it, and it was basically just, like... It's funny, because it, I was like, what is specifically the problem? And they're like, war crimes. They're like, he committed genocide. He murdered Muslim people. Okay. He would like, he, you know, he, advocate rape and imprisonment and like torture and murder of like so he would, Muslim people. He and his army would go into towns and rape and kill everyone. And that's yeah. what would happen? Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah, okay. He's a bad that's guy. That's all I meant. I didn't know if no, it was no, a more specific yeah. thing. No, I, I kind of was like, well, that's so funny. You know, war crimes. You just want to know like what specifically? And then they're kind of like... No, he was just one of the bad guys. <laughs> What's, who's they? What are you talking about? The Hague War Tribunal. Really? Yeah, yeah. How do you spell his first name? Um, it's spelled S-L-O-B-O-D-A-N, Slobodan. Slobodan Praljak. P-R-A-L-J-A-K. He, is now, he has now surpassed Milosevic uh, in Google search as the more Googled Slobodan. I believe Slobodan Milosevic... Died of heart attack, but like a bunch of these dudes who were accused of these war crimes all like killed themselves. Like, because they were just like under imprisonment and they were like, a part of it was like they didn't want to admit what they did was like war crimes. They kind of felt like they were defending their territory, but it really comes off as genocide. (laughs) Like, it really comes off as ethnic cleansing where you're just like, this is our area. This is for the Bosnians. This is for the Slavs. This is for the Serbs. You know? And it's just like, it's it's not good. I mean, you're murdering people up and down. And a part Mass of it was, war crimes against the Bosnian Muslim population. A big That's thing also is that I feel like the UN could have like stepped in a lot earlier and like helped with this shit. But they there was a real like let's wait and see attitude. They kind of like to let these... Because there was dude. a rise in like... Here, listen to this. Willful killing, unlawful deportation, transfer and confinement of a civilian, inhuman treatment, extensive destruction of property, appropriation mm-hmm. of property, not justified by military necessity and carried out unlawfully and wantonly. Oh, yeah. Six counts of violations of the laws or customs of war, and they were cruel treatment, unlawful labor, destruction or willful damage done to institutions dedicated to religion or education, Plunder of public or private property, unlawful attack on civilians, unlawful infliction of terror on civilians, and five counts of crimes against humanity, dude. 
persecutions on political, racial, and religious grounds, murder, deportation, in prison, and inhumane acts. Dude, but... What the fuck, dude? dude? But three counts of buying candy for all the local orphans. Whoa, that's pretty nice. Yeah, this guy's basically Shaquille O'Neal. This guy. (laughs) No, I know. It's like, if you read the crimes, it's just like, it's the same as the Nazis. This is literally yes. something that happened inside of our lifetime in the 90s that was, thank God it was stopped before it got into like the millions and shit. Like originally how I even got on this guy was I was looking up Pol Pot and like other dictators and shit who have killed themselves. But it's like this, this shit is like in our lifetime a thing that's like, oh wow, in Europe. A genocide. Right. The place that you are made to think is so first world. And so has been through it all historically, so they don't resort to these types of actions. You you associate this type of activity in, like, the constant warring in Africa. Like, if I told you that shit was happening in the 90s in Italy. Right. You'd be like, that's fucking insane. It's insane, yeah. And it's only, like, a couple miles away. So, like, I think that is, like, something that Europe was definitely, like, weighing on its conscience. Like, what are we going to do? These these people all want to remain, like, kind of dictators. Yeah. So we have to kind of let them fight it out. And just give them all a country. And that's basically how it ended up working out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's an interesting thing about this guy. Dictators get free reign. Is he... It's It's very rare on this podcast that I don't have sympathy for the person who committed suicide. Right. And and all yeah, it's weird like I would deign to find out, I think I used that word right, to find <laughs> out that someone is listening to this podcast who relates to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? If you relate to this guy, you get free tickets to my Chicago stand-up shows. August 31st I'm and actually September recording 1st at my stand-up Lounge. album at The Hague. <laughs> at my Crimes Against Humanity yeah. trial. Dude, after this guy killed himself, a month later, The Hague was just done. Like, they dissolved. Oh, is I think, that what happened I with think the Hague? They, I think this was the last thing they were tackling was the Bosnian tragedy sure. and shit and like getting all the war criminals. Yeah, that was the last bad thing that happened. But it's also like, you know, all these countries still feel like, hey, you killed our guy who didn't do anything and you didn't kill that guy who did other shit. Like, right. It's like the UN isn't completely like unilaterally like right about everything. I don't know. Like a lot of these, <laughs> conf- funny. A lot of these conflicts are like, you know. Up in the air. It's funny how little we know about this. As we're, no, as, yeah, I'm yeah. listening to you and I talk about it, and and it's all so general. Dude, but, I, but the problem is it goes back so far. Right. The history of just all these constant different new alliances inside of that area. That's like one of the central places. If you look at like Greece, Italy, mm-hmm. all civilization, it's like they've had a long time to develop conflicts, develop problems right. and shit. I think they should have been, instead of problems, been developing world peace. <laughs> um, well, shit, this is really, really interesting, man. It's, it's, I'm just trying to think about specifically a suicide. I do like that he waited till the verdict came back. Because, like, I mean, so there was a very specific reason. There was a 
point. Yeah. That he there was a point for him here would be in getting qu- yeah. the poison. Here there here, was a here would be a quote that would make sense of that because he goes uh he, uh when he wanted like people talked about him with the whole ethnic groups shit and like what point he was trying to make mm-hmm. kind of like I think it would be best to, uh, surmised with he was like we have to have sovereign rights is it the right to defense and to freedom an obligation and the right of a sovereign people is is the right of defense and to freedom an obligation of a sovereign people I guess that's what he's trying to say it's like so that was kind of everybody was just like I want to defend my group right and and then they did divide those lines but it's like it's rough as shit. It's like it's it's monstrous yeah. at best, of course. you know. Like it's war, right? And it's it's so funny that they couldn't like keep it together after like after the USS that guy Tito like had it together for so long. Like he was he was the guy who was running all of Yugoslavia, right? And like he really figured out he was like we can be our own thing. We can do trade with the West. We can do trade with Russia. Like. I'm smart. Let's just make this happen. Well, I mean, our country's not that different, man. There aren't yeah. there really aren't that many human beings that are savvy enough when it comes to humanity and the way that people deal with each other to be able to spin keep all those plates spinning at the same time. Yeah. And like yeah. Republicans, conservatives give Barack Obama so much fucking shit. <laughs> they really do. And and look, even if I t- if you take out the fact that I love him Politically, and I, at least where he was coming from and what he initially was trying to do, I, I come from that place too. So I really liked him and I liked his demeanor so much. Even if you remove that, you have to admit that during that eight years, we fucking hated each other a lot less in this country. And it felt like. And the same thing with George W. Bush. And even though we argued a lot, it wasn't like it is now. Yeah, yeah. Clinton and Clinton was better at it than both of those people. <laughs> Reagan, we were all at each other's throats. We don't really talk about it that much in America. The amount of discord that's created between these groups in our country. But even Clinton was kind of like, let's just wait and see about Bosnia. Let's just see. What I'm not I- talking about Bosnia. I'm talking about inside of America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I hear you. I hear and you. honestly, probably one of the reasons he was good at that was he was good at picking which conflicts to focus on that would unite us as a country because actually i wonder if this had something to do with it if he was like oh shit dude that's about religion nah (laughs) 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 no dude (laughs) i 100 percent believe that (laughs) yeah that's 100 percent okay desert storm there's just like this guy and we'll just say he's mean because our friends uh have a lot of stake in that area's oil and they're rich and they give us money and they give us their oil. So yeah, we can make this seem like this one guy really sucks. (laughs) That was George Bush. (laughs) Uh, Well, Clinton did that like crazy. That was exactly what Desert Desert Storm Storm. was. Yeah. 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 I hear what you mean. I mean, he, he, no, Desert Shield and Desert Storm was Clinton. To what? Desert Shield and Desert Storm was during Clinton. No, it was during George Bush senior. No, definitely not. Oh, right, right. Bush Sr. Right, right. <laughs> right. Yes. Bush Sr. I thought you were saying W, and now Sorry. I'm the dumb one. I know that no, no, no. America's no, no, no. fucking insane. I'm the dumb one. 
and we can just be real Dude, about that. But Dave, I'm the dumb one. I also want to just admit, America is a fucking tragedy where suddenly you can you can just elect somebody for being the son of another president. <laughs> totally. Well, it's also funny. That the reason I was thinking that is I thought you were referring to the next time we went into Iraq. Right. And it's just yeah. embarrassing that we went into Iraq twice for the same reason. No. But either way. I would like to just take it on myself that I'm the dumb one, <laughs> and I was calling you the dumb my, one. My thing, and that makes me an asshole. Also, I was really into Desert Storm. Wasn't into the Iraq invasion. <laughs> that's my thing. Well, that was the funny thing, thing about Desert Storm. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was thinking it was Clinton because I was, when I was a kid. But I forgot. I straight up forgot that Bush Senior was president too. <laughs> uh, the director ugh. of the CIA got elected president. This is truly a deeply and embarrassing. Started a war instantly. When you're calling someone dumb and you're the dumb one, God, that's awful. <laughs> But yeah, man, I remember the the PR behind Desert Shield and Desert Storm was fucking top notch, dude. Nonstop. It dude. was spot. It was nonstop, but it was very well done. Yes. We all were like, "Yeah, yes. fuck them. We're gonna you can't, free them. You can't hurt Kuwait. You didn't know anything about Kuwait. <laughs> Kuwait's my friend. You're just like they're trying to take Kuwait's oil. You're gonna tell me you're gonna try and fuck Kuwait? Yeah. I'll fuck you first. I had never heard of Kuwait. And they were I like, know. yeah, dude, F-18 Super Hornets. And we were like, yeah. <laughs> dude, it's a test. It's all a test to just see like our military like activity against what Russia's doing. Right. Every military conflict since World War II. There was a point to it's us talking about that. To pointing out, oh, it's Russia versus us. Dude. Right. And like China's the third person who's probably going to take the number one position so russia and america are just fighting over who's going to be number two right and that's basically all geopolitical commentary oh good god (laughs) well i don't know i i still think it's fascinating the psychology of this guy going into a war crimes appeal trial yeah (laughs) being like i'm coming in here with poison and if they say guilty, I'm going to kill myself. That's a really interesting... We don't yeah. actually talk about a lot of suicides on this show about people that they sort of... Um, they have a premeditated suicide plan based on a result. Yeah, and that's it's definitely usually, going on with this guy. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. usually in the heat of passion or after a long a long period of a bad thing happening to them. Yeah. Those are the ones where I'm like... It's hard to argue with euthanasia, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, this person's been in pain a long time. Yeah. Let them go or yeah. whatever. All the other ones, it's like, oh, you could have gotten help. With this person, it's interesting. This guy was, I don't know, to a certain extent, a psychopath. <laughs> Definitely because he murdered all those people and thought rape was okay. <laughs> but then to think of your own life like, all right, well... I will either die or not today is uh, <laughs> what a stark life you live. I think he knew he was going to do it. Yeah. Uh, as his lawyer kind of like implies is that like, we think he knew he was going to make this kind of decision if that was the final decision. Really? But like, they didn't know it was going to be this public thing. They just thought he would definitely <laughs> kill himself. Like, yeah. He, see, he that's the thing. I would have thought like, that he would be like, uh, fuck and go to prison and be like, maybe prison will be okay. No. <laughs> he decided to make a huge like stink about it yeah. because it really does come down to this weird fucking thing that I've looked into that is like, they won't acknowledge their own war crimes, each side. So he was making a statement. Yeah. will will not acknowledge that they did anything really wrong. 
They were like, I was protecting my borders. I I definitely killed a lot of people and removed a lot of people. But it was to protect my people. But it was because I was trying to protect my new sovereign state of the greater Croatia, the greater Serbia. Man, I've thought about this, this so weird. phenomenon a lot in, in humanity at different times in my life. Where like, how do you... How do you manage rage? And I <laughs> and I don't mean within yourself, though. That's a, definitely a thing I deal with. I, I mean, like, the one thing that can be created out of nothing is emotion. And emotion leads to drastic action mm. in a lot of cases. And, and mm. so, like, the simplest version of what I'm talking about I can think of is, say, if I were to accidentally, if we didn't know each other, I were driving... And I were not doing anything wrong. And your kid ran in front of my car and I killed that kid. Oh, my God. Right? Then you would fucking hate me. You would fucking hate me. I already hate you. And I know. I, I, I know that. I feel this for, from this analogy. Yeah. <laughs> and then. It's killing me. So I've killed your child. and I would God feel, damn it, Dave. And I, I would feel bad. But oh. I. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. <laughs> So I would feel bad, but I would also, like, there was nothing I could do, right? But regardless of the fact that I, I just was going about my life in the best way possible, and I couldn't have stopped this from happening, you hate me, and yeah. how do you get rid of that rage? And a lot of these mm. disagreements start with two people that want to be in power, and then they're standing off, and then one person throws a fucking grenade or punches someone in the yeah. face or whatever, and then it's like... He killed my fucking kid, so I killed his parents. And then I'm like, well, he killed my parents, so I yeah. killed his family. And then that family, there's like a little cousin that's like, that family killed my family, so I'm going to kill everyone in that town. And then they're like, he killed everyone in the town, so I'm going to kill that whole city. And how do you yeah. manage that? Because when someone takes something special like that away from you, you feel justified in doing anything Dude, at all. Uh, one time I worked for this uh, courier service. This uh -huh. feels special relevance to this. It's like I for this courier service that was just uh, the owners were all Iranian. Uh -huh. And they kind of broke down like they're all older dudes, you know, like 55 or whatever. And we're just talking one day. Um, and it comes down to like the way they view like it being okay to like kill someone was kind of like frightening. They said this to you? Yeah, because they kind of were like, if my cousin, like my cousin's daughter got killed, it's now my moral obligation to kill you. It's, wow. it's now like, it's, it's bad. It's, it's bad if I don't do it. Right. Wow. <clears throat> it's, it's on me. And um, I was like, okay, that like you know, it kind of explains a lot of like this the way these conflicts happen. Right? Yeah, because it's like what you were talking about there. Like, I feel is is true, but it's it's more true on like a just a social level, right? Like, there's a different attitude uh, about like if you've killed someone in my family, a different attitude. What are you talking about? Where? Like they have to deal with it more in Who's say they? in say like places closer to the Middle East, maybe in the Balkans and all this this area sure. that we're talking about currently, where there's like a high uh, like volatility and like like a lot of death and shit happening, mm -hmm. like and and civil strife. Like 
it becomes more and more like almost godfathery, where it's right. like, if you've killed somebody in my family, it's not my mo- moral obligation to kill you. Right. I mean, I'm I'm aware that it's more volatile in that part of the world, but I think that that type of emotion emotionality is real everywhere. And even in America, I mean, we have all this huge judicial system in place to deal with things like that. And so you hype, I mean, our version of it, we have institutionalized murder. We have the death penalty. And that's where that comes from. I mean, it's, we, that's people wanting someone to die because they feel harmed by something they've done. Yeah, it's not really that different. No, it's bad. It's definitely definitely horrific in every institution. The only way I will say that that's better than if it were just okay to kill someone in the streets is that that does stop it off there. It cuts it off at that point. Yeah. So if there's there isn't the institutionalized death penalty, I kill your kid, so you kill me. Then maybe my dad is like, well, I have to kill him, and then your brother is like, I have to kill him, and all of a sudden there's this web of murder. I, I, I guess I guess I guess what I was trying to break down is the way they were breaking it down to me kind of made it more seem like it's like, okay, so there's been a transgression against you in court. Uh-huh. Right? If you feel like they've murdered someone of your family, like, it's up to you to take vigilante justice. Okay. And I was like, okay, that's, like, really, like, harsh. And it's definitely one person's perspective, for sure. sure. But it was definitely, like, it really felt like he was trying to give me, like, an inside perspective on what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, man, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think it's pretty new for people to be raised to think in a non-blood-for-blood way. And I think, like, America, culturally, we don't think that, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people in America do think that. It's crazy. And that's kind of what I'm talking about, is, like, I'm not necessarily talking about the Bosnian conflict. I'm just sort of thinking, like, just in general, the same thing with... Okay, democracy seemed like the way to solve a lot of problems. And capitalism, <laughs> a way to solve a lot of problems economically. It seemed like they were both the most fair, and we are we were wrong. But then they do sound fair, uh, and into like in a, to a parallel of that, the you can't and you can't make people not get emotional. Mm-hmm. How do you? So I'm saying like. In the same way, you ha- you're wa- you wonder how do you manage people and keep them peaceful and living together yeah. in the best way? How do you manage in emotion inside of a human being in a caring way, yeah. in such a way that everyone isn't always killing each other? I guess what I'm saying is, I don't know if we'll ever <laughs> fucking stop killing each other. And we should think no, about this as no, a core I problem. Know, dude. This yeah. is like literally why it like gets me going, dude. It's yeah. like this is the kind of like self-fulfilling prophecy shit that I'm like super into. It never ends. It's, like, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. I'm someone who's like deeply like into just looking up like global conflict and like why it will never end and like right. all these sort of situations. So this one I kind of like I, I like gravitated to with this dude and like a bunch of his friends like killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like people just like kind of couldn't handle like being called a war criminal. Yeah, that sounds harsh. Because it's they like really harsh. They're mellow. The Hague. <laughs> <laughs> 
dude. Whoa, you're killing my buzz right now, Damn, dude. I'm a war criminal. I fucking just you're took a this, gummy. You're saying this bong is a skull, <laughs> dude. Wait, but it's not a Bosnian skull, right? I don't smoke out of my own people's skulls. <laughs> Man, this was a really great dude to talk about, man. I uh, it was great. Yeah, I think we're gonna have more, you know, things about this in the future. More criminals, more war criminals. I always want to bring more up because war. I found out, dude, a lot of war criminals kill themselves before they ever hit the repercussions of their fucking. I'm sure that if act, you are committing actions. genocide yeah. while you're doing it, you're like, if I ever get caught, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. This is crazy. <laughs> Can you believe I, exactly. how much crime I'm committing right now? I'm committing like, I committed like 4,000 murders today. <laughs> That's like a lot of jail. Yeah, there's no real like official number. He's really just more associated with like, yeah, you were kind of like a general who was okay with the killing of people and yeah. this kind of treatment of people. And like, wow, uh, you gotta go to jail at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> in like a magnetic prison with no address for Magneto um, man thank you guys so much for listening uh, this has been Suicide Buddies um, you know if you like the show go to our Patreon sign up for it give us money like for sure because if you don't we will ethnically cleanse your country <laughs> please um, uh, come to Chicago shows uh, I'm recording an album August uh, 31st September 1st uh, if you want to talk about ethnic cleansing, let's get into a deep conversation about it. That'll last like six hours. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That'll be a new pod. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. We appreciate you and we care about you. So if you are ever having suicidal thoughts, we do take it seriously, and we would prefer that you go get help. Please call the number 1-800-273-TALK right now if you can. They're great. They will help. Suicide is not your only option. You are cared for. And thank you for listening. And see you on the next Suicide Buddies.